and gentlemen, welcome to Cedar Country Podcast. I'm Ray. I'm RJ. Today, we're um, we're talking about something really special. The CMAs were last night. You know, uh, one of the biggest nights in country music. I'm going to go out here and say uh, thank you to my wonderful wife for winning us tickets. And thank you for 107.3 for letting us have tickets to uh, go see the event down in Grand Rapids. They have a new movie theater down there. It's really nice. If you live in Grand Rapids area, I highly recommend it. It has seats that, uh, or it has recliners. It has seats? Yeah, it has seats. It has all the fixings. It has recliners that, um, you know, go up and down and back and forth and all around. And, uh, the recliners are heated too. So the recliners recline is what you're saying? The recliners recline. All right. And they're heated. And they're leather. And they're really nice. Go down there. You go try it. It's a celebration downtown. So really how, nice. how is it seeing an awards ceremony on a big screen? It was really nice. Okay. It was actually, it was, it was really nice. It was like high definition too. Okay. So you could see. So you could see the whiskers on their chins. <laughs> so you could see every plastic part of Dolly Parton. <laughs> there was a. Please, she's our queen. You can't speak disrespectfully. <laughs> Reba and Carrie Underwood talked about how most of her parts are barely legal. <laughs> so that was... Uh, Listen, but we don't have the poll that Carrie Underwood and Reba have. No, but it was still... It, it, we're, we're just a couple of nobodies from Michigan. Yeah, um, so uh, theme of the CMAs this year were was uh, the women of country music. Wonderful and theme. Wonderful theme. Before I guess before we go further, so this is great. So if you haven't seen the CMAs, don't worry, because I haven't either. This uh, this is going to be Ray basically just telling me about uh, yes last night. The I guess it's not going to be last night once whatever this actually goes up. We're talking about the 2019 CMA awards ceremony. So Ray's going to be telling me all about it, and I'm going to be listening and learning about it. So. If you haven't seen it either, then don't worry, because Ray's going to tell us all about it. <clears throat> all right, go ahead. Continue. Carry on, Ray. I'm sorry for interrupting. All right. So um, opening uh, song number was a lot about a lot of the huge uh, superstars of the country music world that are that are female. And you even know that, um, like, Carrie Underwood and Reba McIntyre and Dolly Parton, they were the... They were the um, the hosts of the CMAs this year, and they did a fantastic job. Uh, L- L- was it Loretta Lynch that was that was? <laughs> well, first of all, I'll correct you real quick. Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. Um, also, okay, I I did I did actually. So that's the one CMA thing I because in last episode I talked about how I was really excited for we both talked about how we were really excited for that opening ceremony. So I did end up going on to YouTube and watching that on the CMA YouTube channel. So that's the only actual footage of the CMA awards I saw was the opening number, that eight minute thing. So I can I can help you talk about that. But also real quick, and I guess I should say because of you mentioned the theme being the woman of country music, I guess I should say I'm not surprised. But I I was kind of I'm just a little bit surprised I didn't that uh because it's been for like a decade now for the CMAs. It's been Carrie Underwood and Brad Paisley. And I kind of, I don't know why, I just kind of expected that. I just kind of expected that to be what it was last night. But I guess 
it makes sense why it wasn't because he's not a woman. But at the same time, I was like, oh, it, it, it just, I'll admit, it threw me off a little bit having not. Granted, I didn't know the entire show's theme was the woman of country music. Anyways, they so. had, they had really, really good chemistry. You know, Reva, Reva and Dolly carry the whole, sh- could carry the whole show by themselves. Yeah. They're great all by themselves, well, but bringing them all together was fantastic. Well, yeah, for the, op- the open number, cause I, like, I, like I said, I saw that as well. That was, it was phenomenal. Like, it was the only other... I don't really watch awards shows. That's why I didn't watch the CMAs. And also, I was working on our other podcast last night and some other stuff. So, I... And I also didn't know what was on last night. <laughs> to be honest, I actually didn't know when it was supposed to be on TV. Because I wanted to watch back in 2016 when they had the anniversary one. I wanted to watch that, CMAs. But I... Somebody else was watching TV, and we only had the one TV at my house, so I wasn't able to watch it. This year, I just, like, didn't know what it was. It was back to the opening number, without me getting sidetracked anymore. It was great. Because it was, I mean, who did all they bring out? They brought out Jennifer Nettles, Terry Clark, they brought out Gretchen Wilson. Um, Crystal Gale? Yeah. Um, who's the lady who sings... Uh, they brought Tanya mm-hmm. Tucker. Oh yeah, Tanya Tucker. Yeah, that's the one. That's who you were thinking of. Yeah, yeah. No, that. And it was also cool that because I think the first song they did that was um, a. Why am I blanking? Loretta on? Lynn. No, no, was it? I no, thought that it was. was. The, I thought the second song. First song, I thought because I saw the image because they had the images of the the artist that had recorded it on the background on the screen behind them, and I swear I saw an image of oh Tammy Wynette. Could have sworn I saw an image of her. Yeah, I it was think either you're right. her or it was I don't know. No, do you have the don't you don't you have like the information? In the yeah, well, watched it's, it. I, mean, I watched it's, it too today. It's it's trying to. I'm trying to pull it up right now. That's right. But it was it was very good. They they covered several different songs. It was, and I mean seeing seeing Loretta Lynn there, I was like, aw, it was great. I loved the opening number. Again. That was literally the only part of the show I watched. I only know, like, one other thing. I think I know who won, like, Artist of the Year or, like, Group of the Year. But I'm sure you're going to get to the awards themselves. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna break this up. We're going to do the performances first. All right. And then we're going right. to go to... So... Uh, we're going to do performances, and then we're going to do awards. And All right. Well, we've covered the opening, I'd say, pretty well, because... You and I both talked about it for a solid five minutes each or something, so yeah. let's carry on. Take me, continue taking me and our wonderful listeners, carry us on, carry Underwood us on this wonderful, <laughs> wonderful tour of 2019 CMAs. <laughs> yeah. um, so Reba did a solo number of uh, Fancy. Classic song. And, dude, she, she, she... Killed it? She killed it. Um, she had uh, three costume changes throughout what? it. Yeah. Okay, I'm a little surprised. I'm yeah, I'm su- not surprised, but I'm like blown away. Like, as somebody that's done theater, doing a costume. Wait, was this was this through the show or through that number? Through that number, it's oh my yeah, god. Yeah, she had she had uh, she had layered clothing on, and okay, so it was kind of removing a layer. That mm-hmm. makes the most sense. I was like, how do you do costume change that fast? That'll work. That works. Yeah. Well, even her costume changes throughout the entire show. 
Yeah. She had seven individual costume changes, including the three for that number. There's always so. a lot of costume changes for the CMA. She had the most. It was crazy. Huh. It was like, it was, it seemed like every single time that she would show up on the camera, she would have a new costume change. <laughs> and I kept pointing it out to my wife. I kept saying, hey, there's another costume change. <laughs> by, the end of the night, by the end of the night, my wife just kept telling me to stop. So, quick question. This is, mm. I mean, this is about Reba, but not the CMAs. Is she performing in GR? Yeah, she's okay. uh, she's performing at... Um, Deltaplex or Van Andel? The Van Andel. Yeah, that's usually where they go. I'm, that'd, be co- that'd be cool if we went and saw that. Yeah, it would be. I really want to saw that that and the Garth Brooks in Detroit on the same the same day I saw the things for those I was like wow because one of us might have a big crush on Reba McIntyre all right one of us that uh, whose name starts with an R and well and A okay there there and, we go there's and the and the and why well why not <laughs> she's a very beautiful woman and. She can belt it out like oh, yeah. she like she was recording She's yesterday. Like the complete package. Yeah, I, she got a standing applause after her uh, number was over, and I should. <laughs> like, even people in the theater were cheering. She was she did an amazing, an amazing job. Wow. Another really notable one. Another really notable uh, performance was. Casey Musgraves and Willie Nelson went up together and they sang uh, a duet of Rainbow. Ooh, 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 ooh. That sounds amazing because it's a good song and those are both fantastic artists. It was really good, but it we're going to I'm I'm we're going to get sad boy real quick. Oh no. I Uh-oh. I really don't know how long Willie's going to be around. He's he's not looking so great and that kind of made me sad. To think that yeah. we're gonna lose him in the next little while. Well, I hope he still has some time in him. He didn't. He didn't look so great up there. He he looks. He looks like his age is starting to wear on him. Yeah, I mean he's he's lived a good long life. I mean he's lived a full life for sure. And I mean I I don't know him personally, so I don't know how he feels about reaching this point in his life. But like. It'll be sad when he passes, but at the same time, we can celebrate all the cool stuff he's done. Yeah, for for the for the country music and the world. Willie, if you're listening, which you're probably not, because we're a little known podcast in the middle of nowhere, Michigan. We love you, man. Yeah, we love you. You keep doing what you do, okay? Um, so one of the big things that uh one one of the presenters said during this show. Uh-huh. That really hit me was that country music is one of the few places where no matter where your musical background comes from, you can come in and people will welcome you and you can come in and do cross stuff with other people. Yeah, I mean, just look at like, like Cindy Lauper did a country. I mean, granted, that's, that's kind of like a thing is a lot of the, a lot of pop artists when they get older do a country album. Yeah. That's a trend, but I mean, Another example, Lil Nas with I mean, Old Town Road, like country music. I mean, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, I will say it. Country music is wel- welcome to him with open arms because I saw, actually, I definitely saw him in a shot for, in the audience. There. Oh, yeah, he, uh, him and, he, they, him and Billy Ray were both there. Um, yeah, they actually won musical event of the year. 
So oh, that's the reason well, they were there. I guess, yeah. uh, spoiler alert for the <laughs> later part of this episode. Yeah, um, Chris Stapleton and yes. oh. Pink did a, uh, did a cover of, I can't remember what they sang, but it was really, really good. It was something to, you're gonna look it up real quick, aren't you? Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find it. Alright, well then we'll just chill out for half a second. Does it love me anyway? Mm-hmm. Yep, because that's, uh, that's Pink's new song that features him, the studio version, so that's, they were performing her new song that features him, apparently, from my three-second Google search. Listen, they have really good chemistry together, I gotta say. Um, I can imagine it. I They both have that, like, kind of gravelly quality of their voices, mm-hmm. so I imagine their voices blend well together, and both their personalities... From what I've seen from them, I can imagine that they would be a good on-stage pairing and performance pairing. You know what I didn't see coming, but was uh, Halsey and Lady Antebellum. I okay, I did. I saw something. I was I wasn't even like looking up anything remotely related to country music, and something popped up. It might have been because Google does that thing now when you have a Google tab open, just like the search on your phone underneath it has all these articles. And I think one of them was, like, about that. Because I could have sworn I didn't, like, about... And I For some reason, I was, I was thinking Billie Eilish. I don't know why. <laughs> but I guess it was, it, it, now that you said it, yeah, it was the Halsey. It was Halsey and Lady... It was Lady Antebellum, right? Yeah. You said? Okay. That was a really good that one. That was a really good one, too. Do you remember who, a couple years ago, maybe last year, or whenever, who uh, Beyonce performed with at the CMAs? No idea. Wait, I do. I do because I because I just saw something about it because it was it was the Dixie Chicks was it yeah because it was it was somebody talking about how great Bay is but it was it was somebody being like only somebody like Beyonce could bring an artist that ended up being so reviled in their field of music back to like standing ovation. See, I don't understand because I really like the Dixie Chicks. Yes, music musically, it was it has to do with the. That's going back to the the mid odds with the whole thing of them protesting uh, President Bush or something like that. I don't know. This is when like we were what ten at best. Yeah. So I mean, I wasn't super. I think mean, I listened to country music back then, but I didn't pay attention to like what was going on in country music because I was a kid. But from what I've researched and stuff, it was because there's like a whole thing because you can. It was. Um, I don't know if it was. Yeah. And it was, it was actually maybe even earlier than that, like shortly after 9-11 kind of deal. That whole, during that whole kerfuffle between like 01 and 04, something about, cause it was like Toby Keith, the Dixie Chicks, kind of going at each other. And something to do with like that, the whole thing, and then like the Iraqi war or something that, or the terrorism. I don't know. That's some, that's a topic for another day, so I guess we can kind of skirt on past that. But that was, that's who it was. It was, it was Beyonce performed at the CMAs of the Dixie Chicks, who hadn't really been, cause after, after like, uh, 2000, after like the late 2000s, they kind of dipped out for most of the 2010s. And they only just recently like came back for that performance and I think a couple singles so far. Well, I hope they come back. Oh yeah, they're, they're really good. So, <laughs> um, Old Dominion did a live version of One Man Band. Wasn't it played at your wedding, right? Yeah, that's that's it, that's why it hit me so hard. It was, I love that song. I, that 
That's a yeah. One one Dominion's pretty good. They're not old like, Dominion. I think I'm getting them confused with One Direction or One. Yeah, Republic. I think so. Sorry, Old Dominion is pretty good. So does Garth Brooks and Blake Shelton normally play Dive Bar together? Because I don't think they do, do they? Dive Bar? Yeah. That's a new single. That's the new... That's not... It's something I've seen uh, in passing on my social media, but it wasn't something I really saw. So well, maybe it is? Maybe it's Garth Brooks? Do they perform it at... Yeah, well, anyway, it was the last performance of the day. Okay, so that's... And it's they, probably Garth Brooks if he performed it with him. Yeah, they... Um, they killed it. It was so good. I mean, good. it's Blake Shelton and Garth Brooks. Of course. They're both <laughs> solid artists. Both in their own right. Actually, the other day, I was like, man, I really want to listen to Austin. Good mm, song. Yeah, very good song. So, I think we're going to transition over to the awards portion awards, of this. Awards. Trophies. Okay, so... um Oh, yeah. I want to quick jump back way to the opening thing. Yeah. Um, the other highlight for me was uh, towards the finale. It was, I think, the penultimate part. In fact, I had to have been because that's it was the only one to come through the opening, the middle section. It was when uh, um, Martina McBride was like strolling up, singing "Independence Day." Oh like, yeah. Everybody, and I was like, oh, "Yes, Independence Day." Ah, oh, such a good song. And the crowd was like, Wah! and I was like. Yeah, because you don't see much of... She was, in the, she was in the, the Forever Country. Have you heard Forever... Have you seen the music video, I guess, for Forever Yeah, yeah, Country? you showed me before. Oh, I love that video and that that thing. That whole that track. I love that track so much. That was why I wanted to watch the, the CMA. you got to watch the CMA opening from 2016, by the way. At some point, it's super good. We're going to do awards now. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Have you been looking for some new music to listen to? Well, look no further. A couple of friends of mine recently started an alternative indie acoustic band called The Inevitable. Their first album, entitled Force of Habit, is available for purchase or streaming over on Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and Amazon. Links to the album, as well as the inevitable social media accounts, can be found in the podcast episode description. Be sure to go check out Force of Habit, the debut album by alternative indie acoustic duo, The Inevitable. We are
All right, so I'm gonna rapid fire. Oh, and no. you're gonna no 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 I'm gonna. It's gonna be. Is, it's are gonna you playing be, a game. No, we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna quiz you. Oh. We're gonna quiz you on who you think. So it is a game. It kind of is a game. Okay. Okay. Is it, so, as, am I supposed to guess who won? I will give you the, the five choices. The is it is it the 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 award and then all the nominees? Yes. And then I have to I have to figure out. I have to see if I can guess which one actually won it. Yeah. Okay. I like this game. Let's do this. So entertainer of the year. We got Garth Brooks. Okay. Eric um, Church. So you actually spoiled this one for me when we were talking earlier. It was Garth Brooks. Nah. Yeah. Also, Garth Brooks always wins Entertainer <laughs> yeah. of the Year. It's a no-brainer. I heard a lot of people got angry about it and like the Carrie Underwood and Keith Urban camps. So one of the cool things about his shows uh, to give you guys... Doesn't he add like a verse to Friends in Low Places, is it? No, he, no, it's not. Well, well that, that, that's not what I'm talking. That's I. I don't know what he does, but what I do know is he's one of the only big stars in country music who keeps his prices below a hundred dollars. All of his tickets are below a hundred dollars. Most a, of his tickets. That's are below. amazing. Yeah, good guy Garth. Good guy. shout out. I know that you're not listening, Garth Brooks. <laughs> Again, doesn't we're, listen. We're, we're, Nobody we're, listens. We're, we're a we're a small town podcast, but. Thank you so much for being so good to your fans. We yeah. really do appreciate it. I I'm gonna make the conscious effort to try to come to your show. Yeah, you know, I, I really would, I would love to as well. Yeah, I'd love to be able to say I've seen because I I definitely want to because I missed I was working. So last time he came through Grand Rapids like three years ago, I didn't find out till like the day before, and then I closed at work. I had to work late night all three nights. Let's, so. Let's, let's, uh, Let's keep going. I like this game. Female vocalist of the year. Okay. Kelsey Ballerini. Uh-huh. Miranda Lambert. Okay. Maren Morris. Mm-hmm. Casey Musgraves. Oh, or tough. Carrie Underwood. I mean, granted, they're all nominees, so obviously they're... Ugh. All right. Part of me wants to say Casey. Part of me wants to say Maren. Part of me wants to say Miranda. And it's going to be like none of them. Shoot your shot. Um, Casey Musgraves. You're right on the money. Oh, that was actually my gut instinct. Before you said any of them, my first thought was Casey Musgraves, maybe. I don't know yeah. why. Like I said, I promise. I I know. I knew Entertainer of the Year, and I know. I know who won an award. I don't remember offhand what the award was. I saw like a thing about it. Other than that, I don't know who won what. Yeah. So carry on. So I prom- I promise I'm not looking this up, audience at home. So male vocalist of the year. Dirks Bentley, okay. Luke Combs, uh-huh. Thomas Rhett, All right. Chris Stapleton, okay. Keith Urban. All right. I'm going to say Luke Combs. I should have brought you because we did. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, 107.3 was uh, doing some contests around there where you picked your winner, you put your. You put your, uh, like, a slip of paper. Wait, wait, is it, like, who's going to win? Yeah. Because I was, th- those probably would have been, for, for male and female, I probably would have went with Casey and Luke. I, I actually I actually just picked up his first album. His new album came out, and I saw it at Meyer, and I was like, yes, but I still need to get his first album, because everybody says it's super good. And it's been, well, here's the other thing, because we've talked about Grady Smith, I think his name is, he's a YouTuber. And then we used to work for like Rolling Stone or something. But anyways, and he did an episode. He was talking about he did kind of like a like news roundup thing, and he 
mentioned that and one of the thing topics is how Luke Combs has been his his first album, This One's For You slash This One's For You Too, has been like the chart topping album for he he like was about to dethrone Shania Twain's Come On Over. I don't know He's, if he actually beat that. I think he tied it. I don't know it especially with his second album coming out the next week. So that's how I figured he won that one. Yeah. Well, he he did a performance too, and he's he's really good. Yeah, for he's, the songs because I've heard several of his songs on the radio, excuse me, and online, and I really I like what I hear so far. So we're moving on to album of the year. Okay, we got Center Point Road by Thomas Rhett. All right, Cry Pretty by Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. Dan and Shay by Dan Shay, really, um, as opposed to Dan and Shay by George Strait. Yeah. <laughs> Desperate Man, uh, Air Church, mm-hmm. or Girl, Marin Morris? Oh. Uh, I'll go with my gut instinct again and say Desperate Man. Girl. Girl? Really? Marin Morris. That was actually, that was like my second gut instinct was, like, for this. Okay. So I'm still pretty pretty spot on, because I almost guessed that one. Yeah, um, they had Marin Morris perform. She's amazing. Perform the ma- namesake of the... The title uh, the, track. The, the title track. The namesake. The title well, track. Yeah. You know Girls, what I'm about. Girls is a very yeah. good song. And it makes sense also with the theme of the show. Yeah. They had her go up there and do it and yeah, she was she was amazing herself. Yeah. Her perform I saw her performance from because she also won a single of the year a couple of days with uh uh My Church. Mm. Oh. And she performed it there. That was so good. I love that song. Marin Morris is really good. Okay, so new artist of the year. Okay. This one this one I might not even know all the artists, but we'll see how well I'm keeping up with country news. Cody Johnson. Okay. Midland. Uh-huh. I actually just listened to their first album the other day. <laughs> actually, no, today I was listening to that on the way home. Carly Pierce. Uh-huh. Ashley McBride. Uh-huh. Morgan Whalen. Uh-huh. I think it's Morgan Wallen, I believe. Morgan Wallen. His name. Um, let me see. You know what? I'll just go with Midland. Uh, Ashley McBride. Ashley McBride. Wow. Congratulations. Song of the Year. Okay. Beautiful Crazy by Luke Combs. Uh-huh. Girl by Marin Morris. Okay. God's Country by Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. Rainbow by Casey Musgraves. And Tequila by Danny Shea. You know, I'm going to f- fight my gut and say Rainbow. Mm-mm. Beautiful Crazy. Really? My gut yeah. wasn't even close. That was not... I actually thought it, it might have... I was like, my gut said tequila. But, wow. Good job, Luke Combs. I, I should have gone with you because, I mean, Luke Combs has been killing it. I don't know why I didn't. All right, so, single of the year. Burning okay. Man by uh, Dirks Bentley, mm-hmm. featuring Brothers, Brothers Osborne. Osborne. Yeah. Girl by Marin Morris. Okay. God's Country by Blake Shelton. Okay. Millionaire by Chris Stapleton. All right. Or uh, Speechless by Dan and Shay. Oh. It's one of, I think it's, because this one I think is based on, because it's single as opposed to song of the year. So this one I think is based on sales. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember how all the all this works, if it's voting or what. Um, if it is based on sales, then I don't think it'd be the one that I'm thinking. But if it's not, then it would be. Shoot your shot. You know what, Millionaire? God's Country by Blake Shelton. Really? That wasn't... Oh, again. I was thinking Dan and Shay with Speechless. So... That was my gut. 
They had uh, Blake go up there and perform it, and they did some amazing pyrotechnic work on it. it like, the set for his, for that song. Is that the song where it kind of starts, I don't know if they would have done it with the live version, but it, like, starts with, like, a church bell, or, like, a bell or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So that's the song I'm thinking of, because I've only heard it a couple times. It's it's all right. It's not my favorite Blake song. Personally, I think it's one of his better ones in the past couple of years. But it's not my favorite one. I think it's I think it's one of my favorites. It's just like it's it's, it's a it's a power ballad of a yeah, country song. It is yeah, strong. It's, it's very gothic too. It's very strong. Yeah. Okay, so uh vocal group of the year. Okay. Lady Annabellum. Uh-huh. Little Big Town. Okay. Midland. Mm-hmm. Old Dominion. Okay. Zach Brown Band. Okay, this is one I think that I saw the one. Because isn't this one didn't Old Dominion win it? Yes, it did. I would have given it to Midland, but okay. I think Midland's got tighter harmonies. Vocal duel of the year. Okay. Brooks and Dunn? Uh-huh. Brothers okay. Osborne. Okay. Dan and Shay? Uh-huh. Florida Georgia Line? Mm-hmm. Maddie and Tay? Florida Georgia Line. Dan and Shay? Oh my god, the one time I didn't go with them, I was like, I was like I'm going to go with them again. Then he mentioned Florida Georgia Line. I was like, you know what? No, them. Part of me was actually kind of hoping it would be Maddie and Tay. Same here. That's who I chose. Um, musical event of the year. We already talked about this. Little Nas X and Oh uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, what were the what are the other what were the other nominees? Uh, Marin Morris and Brothers Osborne, all my favorite people. Uh-huh. Brooks and Dunn and Luke Combs, brand new man, and uh, Brantley Gilbert and uh, Lindsay L. What happens in a small town? That's a that one's I I like that song. So, uh, music video of the year. Okay. This one I'm going to know absolutely nothing. I don't really watch music videos anymore. You're except good. for that one Chris Stapleton Lego one. You're good. Um, that burn- one should win next year. <laughs> Carry on. Burning Man by Dirk Bentley. Featuring uh, Brothers Osborne. Girl by uh, Marin Morris. God's Country by Blake Shelton. Rambo by Casey Musgraves. Or Some of It by Eric Church. You know what? I'm going to go with Burning Man. Rainbow. Oh, now it's a rainbow. It wasn't earlier. <laughs> so, Musician of the Year. Okay. Jeannie Fle- Fleenor. Okay. Paul Franklin. Uh-huh. Mac McAnally. Sounds like it should be McKinley. 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 I, I don't know. I'm not. Well, you've revealed the answer to me. So, all right. For this one. He's going to do... So, Jeannette Flinor, I don't know if that, I actually don't know how to pronounce it, apparently was the winner, but it's Paul Franklin, that would have been my guess, I think, Mac, oh, Mac McCannelly, I don't know if that's supposed to say Aia or Ilya Tushinsky and Derek Wells, I actually don't, that's don't the one, that's the advice. one aspect, yeah, because that's, that's more, I think that's more like studio musicians or something, or maybe producers or something. So that's that's probably that's the thing I probably know the least about, even less than music videos. All right, what's next? Yeah, that was all the awards. Um, that's a those some there were a lot of really good songs and artists and albums and all that stuff. I've I've heard except for that last one, um, and then obviously watching music videos because I mentioned I don't really watch a lot of music videos. I think I've heard of most of the songs and artists that were mentioned, which makes me feel good about. Um, cause my, my, in, in college, like the, I'm in the music and entertainment business, as I mentioned before. So part of that is like keeping an ear to the business. And specifically, if I go into the music business, 
part of the entertainment business, I think I would want to do country music. So I'm really glad that I'm kind of keeping about as on top of it as I think I am, which is pretty okay on top of it. Is it good enough that I know all of these songs? That I've heard yeah. them at least five I mean, million times? you listen times? to the radio more than I do. Yeah, so. well, listen to it on the way to work and on the way home, so... Yeah. yeah, whereas I generally will... I get new country music nowadays less through radio, listening to the radio, and more through what's in my... Because I'll subscribe to artists, uh, their YouTube channels, or like the Opry or the CMA, and I'll like see stuff, and then I'll go and look into it. And then I, I run our social media, which, I mean, you can help run it if you'd like. I would have loved to live tweet last night's CMA, honestly. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know. At, at home, I think what, I, I don't know. I think the fact that you were in a theater kind of made it, I don't know. I don't know what the app, what it's like for watching a live event like that on the big screen. Was it like watching a movie where, like, generally people, like, weren't on their phones or was, like, everybody on their phone? There were a lot of people on our phones, and we were encouraged to cheer and be loud and obnoxious and whatnot, so it it was a lot different than going in there to see a movie, yeah. Okay. I guess this is a good lesson for me that I should start paying more attention to CMAs and the ACMs, so... That way, since we literally have a podcast where we talk about it. But I think it also would help if I actually got episodes out in a more timely manner. Because we have, I mean, we've got a couple episodes there. And this one is also more, and this one, I guess, kind of falls on the line because it's like an event, like just one specific event we're talking about. So you could kind of look at it as kind of like a looking at it as history kind of deal. But it's right as of recording this, it's current event. It just was on last night. But yeah, it's a good, I think it's a good lesson for me. I need to start paying more attention to like the CMA Awards, the ACM Awards. Is that what's called ACM? American Country Music? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, AC, yeah, American Country Music. I don't know when, that one I actually don't know, like, at all when it is. Like, CMAs is, like, the main one. Cause I mean, like, for, for example, I tweeted about us talking about the CMAs on, while recording tonight, and I found out that the Twitter handle for the CMAs is at Country Music. I was like, well, I guess there's nothing more officially country music than having that handle. <laughs> but I think this might be a good uh, good yeah, time to wrap up. Because otherwise, I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to like either like tread on other parts of the CMAs. I mean, I don't think you and I are the kind of person to talk about outfits and like the car the carpets. So I, I, I didn't carpets even. Son I didn't even about the like the who, the red who was best yeah. dressed and who was worst dressed on the red carpet for the event or at the event. The life and times of the rich and famous. Yeah, I don't. That's not. That's not. That ain't us. Something buddy. that ain't us. So yeah, that's. I think we've covered about all that we are probably qualified, not even hardly qualified to cover. So uh, I think that uh, it's about time that we ride off into the sunset. I've been RJ. And I'm Ray. And like you said, we're going to ride off into the sunset. Yeah.